0: Good morning, and welcome to Subject ACT, where we look at current affairs from a curious and informed perspective. I'm Doug Dobing. Today on Subject ACT, we talk with 17-year-old St Edmunds College student John Paul Romano. Last week, he was suspended indefinitely for apparent dangerous opinion and bringing St Edmunds College, Canberra, into disrepute. His father, well-known Canberra solicitor Peter Romano, also joins us on the program.
1: This is not an issue about the school per se. This is an issue about um, a young person who was trying to have a say and being shut down. And I think I think it's morphed into something that is uh, what it's not. It's simply just about having a voice and how that person having a voice was dealt with. And, and that's the issue here.
0: John Paul remained suspended from the school and this is a matter for the school and John Paul and his father to resolve. John Paul is a highly regarded student leader and long-standing member of the Student Representative Council. He was one of two students selected to represent the school to meet the Queen when she visited in 2011. At St Edmunds, he has also been involved in the Students' Academic Committee as Chairman and Organiser, and also a member of the Student Academic Committee Sustainability Committee and the Debating and Youth Ministry team. We are curious why this young man decided to stand up, speak up and organise a student protest and strike action. In the first part of the program, we talk about how a young man was suspended for talking out and later in the program, we discover that school is only a small part of John Paul's life. Despite being 17 years old, John Paul is already an active volunteer and leader in the Canberra community involved in several resident group committees and has a passion for being an advocate. John Paul and Peter Romano, thanks for joining us today on Subject ACT. John Paul, how, how do you feel that the St Edmund College has shaped you as, as a person and community leader?
2: St Edmunds has um, really moulded me into the person I am today. Um, along with my parents, the school has given me plenty of opportunities and plenty of connections um, to be the best uh, person I can be. They've given me uh, plenty of opportunities to to uh, help others and they've given me plenty of opportunities to um, to voice my opinions and, and to uh, make my views known.
0: What are some of the other leadership positions that you've had in the school?
2: Um, I'm a uh, House Captain uh, this year, um, as part of my Year 12 program. I did organise the Student Representative Council for two years in the past. I have been a member of the Student Representative Council since uh, 2012, and I've worked there um, along with various subcommittees, uh, the Academic Committee and Sustainability Committees, to try and make St Edmunds uh, one of the best schools it can be.
0: Would you say that has helped develop you as a leader?
2: I definitely agree that's helped shape me as a leader. Um, I've worked on creating master plans and creating um, various strategies for the college, uh, whether they were taken up or not, um, but I, I, I've worked on, on forming uh, St Edmunds uh, as school it is today.
0: Now over the past week some events have unfolded and you've been caught up in some controversy which has resulted in you being suspended for an indefinite period. Would you like just to give us a quick overview as to what actually happened, what what events actually happened to lead up to that?
2: Over the past couple of weeks um, a few friends and I had um, said that uh, we, we were fed up with the process that was being undertaken at the school through consultation and, and changes to the uniform and the crest. We decided to make a Facebook page uh, which we titled the Alumni Association um, and we ventured to make uh, students aware and known of events that are coming up where they can make their opinion known such as the meeting of the principals, all the Edmund Rice Education Australia principals at St Edmunds Um, and we encouraged students to make their opinion known at at that function and we also attempted to organise a protest and a strike to to show our opinion. So what was your motivation? Um, My motivation to, to get to that stage and voice my opinions publicly on social media um, were that I, I was fed up after numerous years of sitting on the Student Representative Council that our opinion as a, a, a formal council uh, wasn't being taken up. Under previous uh, college leaderships, um, the council's opinion uh, and the members of the council's opinion had been taken into account by the college leadership team but um, under the current leadership structure that, ha- that hadn't happened.
0: And so because you felt your voice wasn't heard, you felt it was important to to set up a, a Facebook page and to set up like a protest action, is that correct?
2: That's correct. I thought it was appropriate to, um, to empower other students um, to, to make sure, not necessarily that I represented their views, but that they could stand up and represent their own views.
0: So to have an opportunity to um, express what they were thinking. Exactly. Were you expecting to be suspended or what action or result were you expecting to happen?
2: I did expect that um, I would be spoken to by by a member of staff and that I I certainly didn't expect to be suspended. Uh, I expected a a, a speaking to, um, maybe conversation where we could discuss um, some of the the things that I had stated. But it was more abrupt than that. I was brought into the headmaster's office um, while I was in the kitchen cooking. I was told, we have enough evidence, uh, I'm going to suspend you until further notice um, and it's a danger, it's it's too dangerous for you to be at the college for the rest of the week. Um, I was told that by the headmaster and since then um, he hasn't called me, he hasn't called my father um, to to, to speak at all.
0: So for voicing your concerns, you've been apparently considered dangerous to the school, is that correct?
2: Yes, that's, that's what I was told, however Officially, the, the statement of suspension that was produced by the school um, claimed that I had brought the school into disrepute and that was the, the school's reason, official reason, for suspending me.
0: And how long are you suspended for, John Paul? Um,
2: Until I was told until further notice and I haven't been given any notice, so who knows.
0: You're still uncertain of when you're going to go back to school?
2: I'm, I'm still uncertain. I'm still quite concerned about what impact this has on my studies. Um, obviously, this is my final year of schooling, so I, I'm quite anxious about h- how this will affect my, my Year 12 studies.
0: How do you think this will affect your, um, your Year 12? Is it your ATAR and your graduation?
2: Um, I, I'm quite concerned because um, these couple of weeks where, where I am suspended, uh, the past week and the coming week and, and, and the coming weeks, um, all lead into exam week um, and include exam week um, as well as the the final period where we're doing revision for exams. So even if, if um, the suspension was ended, say, this week, um, it would be quite difficult for me to, to pick up um, where I left off because this is a big period where we've um, been doing a lot of the assessment work.
0: As a parent, knowing the actions of John Paul, um, do you support him at this time?
1: Um, I'm 100% behind John Paul, um, not not just what's taken place here, but more the motivation behind it. He's the sort of person who is um, going to uh, have an opinion. Um, he's the sort of person that's going to express his opinion, and heaven forbid you try to, to shut that down. Um, I, I, I was, and I might just add, um, quite interested in, um, when all of this took place because I was a member of the board and I'd served there for the last six years and I um, had the same issues and problems with the current leadership as John Paul is experiencing um, as a student and on the SRC. The previous leadership was fantastic, we achieved a lot, uh, the new um, principal and, and arrived and as a board member our voices weren't being heard. Um, I served out the last uh, portion of my term at the end of last year and let it go. I didn't agitate because my son was still at the school and I thought well it's better just to, to let things lie but it's worth noting that um, the board changed four board members last year. Two of them left um, uh, let's say probably not voluntarily um, and a lot of it stemmed from Asking questions, a lot of it stemmed from uh, speaking out, from not agreeing with the, the leadership's position, or expressing a view contrary um, to to what they wanted to do. So, it was it was interesting when it happened, but I wasn't surprised, and um, I could see that the students and what John Paul was experiencing was similar to what I had experienced whilst on the board. So he's-
0: he has. He has my full support in what he's doing. John Paul has been suspended from the school. How do you feel he's coping at this time? John, John Paul's
1: a very strong young man, but obviously it, it is bothering him. It's the sort of, it's the sort of thing that um, at some point you question, have I done the right thing? Am I, um, am I uh, going too far in expressing my views? I've sat down with him and discussed it, and I said, if you feel strongly about this this is what you need to do. If you have a view, you need to express it. Um, It's taken on a life on its own, and I think it's not so much about what John Paul is doing, because what he did was just the initial catalyst, but it's the members of the community, the St Edmunds community and the the wider community that have really picked up on this and expressing concern. Like I said, um, they say John Paul's a 17-year-old boy, and everyone needs to remember that, and needs to be Commended for what he's doing and speaking out, but at the same time, all this commotion will have an impact. It's something that sometimes I find him sitting there
0: thinking, thinking, pondering about seriously. Do you feel that the result of suspensions a bit hard?
2: I think that um, for a lot of students, this this period, um, students who are suspended, this period's about reflecting on your actions and reflecting on what you've done, um, and and s- In normal practice, it's usually a three-day thing um, where students are suspended and think about their actions, come to an interview, and and reflect on why they were suspended. But I think in my case, um, it's it's very odd. It's we've already passed that well past that three-day period, um, and I don't know what I should be reflecting on because I don't believe that I have done anything wrong.
0: Being suspended, how are you coping?
2: I'm usually strong and resilient in situations such as this, but um, in this situation I've often asked myself, what have I done wrong? Um, and I find that the hardest bit to cope with. Have I been suspended for doing nothing wrong? And I pondered this f- for many days and eventually I came to the realisation that I don't have to be concerned about my suspension because I haven't done anything wrong, but that might my- I have simply just been upset that the, the, the way this has been handled by the school, the school that I love so much, the community that I love so much, and the community has been very supportive, but the institution that the school is, more so the leadership, um, who has been somewhat supportive in the past, um, has now turned their back on me.
0: And has anyone called you from the school to see how you're going?
2: No one from the school or its parent organisation, Edmund Rice Education Australia, has contacted myself or my father to check my well-being.
0: That was John Paul and his father, Peter Romano, talking about John Paul's controversial suspension for apparent dangerous opinion and bringing St Edmund's College into disrepute. Stay tuned for more on 2XXFM 98.3, People Powered Radio. Should a student be suspended for talking out? Let us know what you think by leaving a comment on our Facebook page and Twitter.
3: Down way too long. We can't take this anymore. Fight back, we must, as one. Rise up, we must stand up. We gotta stand up. Stand up for something. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Something, you gotta stand up. Stand up for something, or oh, we'll fall for anything. Stand up today for tomorrow. Stand up for change to find.
0: was stand up by Elijah Jamal and Audio Mo. You are listening to Subject ACT on 2XXFM 98.3. Today we are talking with 17-year-old St Edmund's College student John Paul Romano and his father, well-known Canberra solicitor Peter Romano. Last week, John Paul was suspended indefinitely for organizing a student protest. He said it was an opportunity to start a conversation. The school claims he brought school into disrepute. For John Paul, school is only a small part of his life. He is already a leader in the Canberra community, involved in several resident group committees and has a passion for being an advocate. John Paul, what are some of the things that you're involved in in the community? Um, throughout
2: the community, I, I try to be as involved as I can. I try to give back as, as much as I can. The community, not only the St Edmunds community but the, the whole community of Canberra and, and of Australia has, has given me so much and and I just try to give back as much as I can. I'm involved in, in various groups.
0: What are some of those organisations you're involved with?
2: For, for many years, as my father was, I've been involved in uh, St John Ambulance um, as a cadet, for, first in the ACT and now in, in Queanbeyan. I, I've recently, at the start of the year, joined both the Rural Fire Service and the ACT State Emergency Service. And once again, just, just to, to, to give as much back as I can. Um, in my own community, um, in the Inner South, I've been working on the Inner South Community Council and on the Forest Residence Group to um, make sure that the concerns of residents in the area and also that of businesses is, is hurt. Um, I, there's various um, other organisations that I'm involved in. Um, and all of it at the end of the day is just about trying to give back and giving something back to the community that has worked so hard to give me everything.
0: What motivates you to volunteer, to do so much volunteering?
2: My motivation to volunteer is, uh, as I previously said, simply to give back. It's um, to give back to the community, to give back to those who are less fortunate, and that comes back to my Christian upbringing, um, where I... Uh, have learnt about social justice. Where I've learnt about helping those who are in need, those who uh, to, to give a voice to the voiceless, and not only to come back to the Christian upbringing of me, but uh, that of my parents and my my grandfather. I really love. Um, in, I come from an Italian background, and in Italian, uh, the term for lawyer is advocato, which is means advocate if you translate yes. it to English. And my grandparents, my grandmother and my grandfather, have always been strong advocates for those. Who are in need and, and, and those who need a voice and my father has continued that and in my future I would like to be an advocate for people uh, especially those who don't have a voice or those who are those who think they don't have a voice but do have a voice.
0: Now at, at age 17 you've also done studies in entrepreneurship and family business at RMIT that was a course you did earlier this year. You've also started a Bachelor of Commerce as well through the Curtin University. Where do you find all this time to to study and volunteer in in addition to school?
2: I um, make use of uh, my evenings and weekends. I still uh, maintain a a social life through all this, but at the same time, uh, through studying, through working, through volunteering, I think that at the end of the day we only have so many minutes on this earth. Why don't we make use of uh, as many as we can?
0: You're a a Lance Corporal and instructor with the Australian Army Cadets. What do you do there?
2: So I've been involved in the Australian Army Cadets for many years now. Um, Out here in 224 Unit, um, I instruct first aid and other things related to first aid. I really enjoy that because it it links back to St John Ambulance and and, and the medical side of things and helping people and and I really enjoy teaching these other cadets skills that they can use in life, especially skills that they can use to help others Um, and, and I really like that theme of empowering others to help people.
0: And I noticed you're also a member of the United Nations Youth Australia, a founding council member of Zed Soldiers Youth Advisory Committee, but one of your passions is as a chef, a sous chef. Could you please tell us about your interest in as a chef?
2: Yes, uh, St Edmunds College has uh, really helped me. Um, I, I was enrolled in the hospitality program there and undertook um, various certificates. I'm still completing those this year and hope to go into a cooking competition. But I love cooking, it's a passion of mine and, and it comes back a little bit to my grandfather and my other grandmother and my Italian heritage. Food in a, in an Italian family is such a centrepiece. Food is a place for, for the family to, to go, you know, you can't fight about food, you, you can't argue about food, it's just happiness, it's love. And I really love to express love through food, you know, historically and I think if if you look so many people have um, been able to sort the issues out sitting around a table and, and a majority of that time it's you know with a meal or a snack and, and enjoying that I think that um, I think that when people have food they, they they calm down they they they're happy I think food makes people happy and uh, I think that's really important
0: and there's a lot of good food places in Canberra but your passion as a chef what 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 excites you most about your cooking
2: uh, well Doug, to be honest, um, cooking is is probably the, uh, the 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 least of my favourite part of food. I enjoy eating a lot, um, and uh, I enjoy um, also so writing about food and and um, I, I, I enjoy the the intricacy of food, the the science of food, the, um, the science of food, and the art of food, and and I think that it's just such a necessity that um, it. It, 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 it amazes me.
0: Now, as a chef, you're working in Canberra part-time. Um, where, could we ever, where can we get a taste of your chefing skills?
2: Uh, so I, um, I work at, at, at two hospitality facilities. I work um, sometimes, uh, not very regularly, but sometimes I work at one or two cafes in uh, Marnica, um, and uh, sometimes I work over in Fishwick at Celestino Cafe.
0: William Shakespeare once said, what is past is prologue, How do you see your future?
2: As I said to you, Doug, I think that my calling is to be an advocate for the voiceless, to be an advocate for those who are in need. I think that I can do so much more for for the community who has fostered me into the person I am. I would really love to go into law and to help people, to help people as much as I can.
0: Some people may say what you've done at the school is just a political stunt. What would you say about that?
2: I would... uh, absolutely say that that's not true. It's got nothing to do with politics, it's got nothing to do with uh, church politics or real politics, it's it's just about giving a voice to those who have been uh, concerned that they don't have a voice because of the way that the current leadership is running. I think that people can sit around a table and talk, people can put their hand up and ask a question. I don't think a place where people are encouraged to have a, a voice and an opinion isn't a place where that opinion should be cut down.
0: What's Canberra mean to you?
2: Doug, to me, Canberra is the heart of Australia. It, it, it is the bleeding heart of Australia. I think that this city has so much potential, this city has so much more to give um, than it currently does and, and I think that Canberra, although it is a great city, we can improve this city, we can make it the best city. Um, I, I already think it is the best city in the world but I think um, we could certainly make it a lot better.
0: Uh, anything that you could change if you, you had the chance? Uh, I think it's
2: uh, appalling that here in Canberra we have the second highest rate of homelessness in the country. I'm not sure if that's the current statistic, but it's the last statistic I recall. I think that there's so many little things in Canberra that get overlooked that um, that could be easily changed. I certainly think that we we should do more for our communities um, rather than be isolated.
0: And have you ever thought about going into politics? Um,
2: On occasion I've thought about it. Um, I think that obviously to to have the greatest change you you need politics. Whether I go into politics or not uh, is something I'll have to think about in the future.
0: Excellent. Is there anything else that you'd like to say?
2: I'd like to say that uh, I, I don't want to exclude St Edmunds. I think St Edmunds is a great school. I think, as I said, St Edmunds has given me Wonderful opportunities. I think my family has given me wonderful opportunities. I think this city has given me wonderful opportunities, um, and 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 I want to say that without those things, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And and I would encourage everyone out there, whether you're a, a primary school child or you're a, a, an elderly person, that have your opinion, have your
0: voice, voice it. There's no harm in voicing your opinion. There are a lot of young people that would be looking. To, to you as another young person who's doing their Year 12, um, you're speaking up for what you believe. Um, do you have any other words of encouragement to other young people?
2: Uh, to other young people, um, whether you're a, a high school person, you're a Year 12 person, uh, you're a university student, I think that there's always ways to push through. Everyone will find their own way to cope with their studies and, and, and with other things, but I encourage you, go out, play a sport, have some fun, but also be serious. Volunteer. I really encourage people to volunteer. Donate blood. It's a really easy thing to do. And give back to the, your community because you'll find that through giving back, you gain a whole lot more as a person.
0: As an advocate, do you believe you can change the world?
2: Doug, I think everyone can change the world. Um, I think I would like to think that I can, in my short time on this earth, change the world as much as possible. Only for the better,
0: though. I wish you all the best, John Paul. Thank you for your time.
2: Thank you very much, Doug. Thanks for having me.
0: Peter, you've heard some of the comments that John Paul has made. Is there anything that you'd like to add to the conversation?
1: John Paul does a lot for the community and um, he's, you know, to be commended for that. Uh, we can all do a little bit for the community. Um, there's plenty of things. It's, as far as uh, the comments in relation to the school go, once again, I agree 100%. I I love the school. I'm really proud of that school. I'm proud of having attended that school and the connections um, that it gave me within the community. Um, so this is not an issue about the school per se. This is an issue about um, a young person who was trying to have a say and being shut down. And I think I think it's morphed into something that is. Uh, what it's not it's simply just about having a voice and how that person having a voice was dealt with and and that's the issue here
0: peter thank you very much for your time thank you should a student be suspended for talking out let us know what you think by leaving a comment on our facebook page and twitter that was john paul and his father peter romano talking about john paul as a leader and advocate in the canberra community you can listen to this program and more informative podcasts at SoundCloud.com forward slash subject ACT. You can listen to Subject ACT on two double ninety eight point three each weekday morning from eight thirty to nine. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Stay tuned for more on two double ninety eight point three People Powered Radio. We hope you've enjoyed the program. Thanks for joining us. I'm Doug Dobing. Have a great day.